Hello everyone and welcome to Vergecast. My name is Foster Toff and I'm excited to be with you here today. We are in June right now, which means we're entering summertime and I'm excited for a change of scenery to see what God's going to do and for us just to rest in his grace right now. And so I have a few announcements before we really get into our topic of today. And the announcement is this, Vergecast is going to be going through the month of June, but after June, we're actually going to be taking the summer off. So July is going to be a time we're taking off just so that we can reconvene talk through topics, figure out what God wants us to do next, and really just invest in relationships over the summer. That's what I truly believe God values, what God loves, is just to build good relationships because through from, because from relationships come change and love. And so that's what we're going to be doing this summer. So we're going to be finishing off the month of June with VergeCast and taking the summer off and then coming back when we get back in the fall. So now this week on VergeCast, we're going to be walking through this question. It is, how do I set good dating standards for myself? That's a really good question today and something that we all face at one point or another in our lives. Dating is something that most people do to get to know someone if they want to see if they can marry them. That's kind of what I've heard, kind of the gist. That's what the words I've said in the past. And today I hope to answer the question with the biblical principles and how to outline it as best I can biblically. So... First, we have to look at this and make something clear about dating, and it's this. We have to distinguish between our westernized view of dating and what the Bible actually says. Because often, dating actually isn't even in the Bible. It doesn't speak, it doesn't bring up dating. There's no friendship to dating to engage to marry. That's not how the Bible works. Often, it just goes from friendship to marriage are the two categories you're going to deal with. Now, that doesn't mean that the Bible doesn't speak to dating because God gives principles and values that speak to everything. God's word is 100% sufficient for us today. But our culture view of dating is more like pre-marriage, and that's kind of really sad. I've, say, I've heard folks say that they're practicing for marriage when they're dating. And that's sad because they believe that their dating, their your high school relationship communicates an exclusivity to the same standard of what marriage is. Now, I'm not saying that it's healthy to go and have like 15 boyfriends or girlfriends at the same time. That's not what I'm saying. But we do have to get our hearts right and to communicate is, is our dating life the same as marriage? Or is it even actually really practicing marriage to how we understand it? That's what we really have to wrestle with. Because I bring up this aspect of pre-marriage, of practicing for marriage rather, because if your life is filled with just multiple relationships, like let's just say you're practicing if you want to see if you want to marry someone, and in your high school career, if I can use that phrase, like if you're throughout freshman year to senior year, every summer is just filled with a new boyfriend, new girlfriend, new boyfriend, new girlfriend, you're dating, you're dating, you're dating. And there has to be some point where you have to stop and really wrestle with this question. I'm not accusing everyone, but you really have to wrestle with this question. It's maybe you're not practicing marriage. You might just be practicing divorce. Like that that might be a serious thing you might have to wrestle with. It's you're practicing divorce because you're numbing yourself to the covenantal union that God says is holy. It's between two people coming together and saying that they're committed to each other no matter what. And if your mind you signify as dating as pre-marriage or practicing for marriage, what are you practicing? Not problem solving, not acceptance, not tolerating, not loving, not listening, not submitting. 
there's a lot of things that we have to really go through that's really hard because if you practice this if your life is filled with just relationship after relationship just practicing divorce honestly you really just might be someone who's numb to marriage and like would be fine if marriage just fails down the road you don't practice divorce when you're in a relationship with god that's not how our relationship with God is when you're in Christ and when you when you submit your soul to him and you say you're a follower of him. Songs of Song gives us a beautiful poetic description, the narrative between a man and a woman. And yes, this 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 book, this, this uh, letter of poetry is between a king and his bride-to-be, and it's beautiful, but there's undertones that direct you to God's relationship with his people. I want you to really read it, because once you read it, once you know God's word, you know the heart of God. Because once you know the heart of God, you can know his values. Because one of the saddest things, one of the saddest poisons that happen in dating relationships today is immorality. Because I really, I'm kind of discouraged as I even talk about this because I hate the fact that I'm seen as someone who might be bringing this up as a killjoy. Like as, like as like a shrewd. Like someone who just doesn't want people to have fun. That, oh, you just don't want to harp on people being immoral because you're in ministry or anything like that. That's hard for me to hear because sexual activity is a gift from God. I believe it. It's meant to be enjoyed. It's intended for your spouse so you can fully enjoy each other perfectly. Sex outside of marriage is wrong because it robs you of greater joy, essentially. I think one of the biggest things you have to understand is God doesn't want to rob you of joy. He wants to give you greater joy in Him. That is the hope. That's a paradigm we see within Scripture. It's God is most glorified in us when we're most satisfied in Him, as John Piper says. God doesn't want you to sit in here to be miserable. There's so much more joy when you go into Him. And in your dating life, if it's filled with immorality outside of marriage, again, like practicing divorce, you're just practicing giving something away that's not yours. Giving it to someone who doesn't deserve it. It's created to be a bond between two people. Because it's so beautiful, because you're fully accepted, you're loved. God doesn't rob people of joy. When you come to Christ, when you come to God, it's you're accepted. When you give him your heart, he accepts you and he takes you and you're changed because once you see how beautiful Jesus is. That's how it is within sex inside of marriage. With being, it's completely accepting. You're enjoying your spouse through and through. There is no shame. There is no standard. There is no you have to do a certain thing, look a certain way. It's you are fully accepted in that covenantal union. You come together. Now that sounds a whole lot better to me than just giving it away to person after person who goes on and gets it from someone else. I hope I'm not coming across as like, I just don't want to shame anyone, but I just want you, I want you to have greater joy. I want you to have the greatest joy you can. And I'm looking at you through this mic and saying it's found in Jesus Christ. God, good standards is found in God's values. And lastly, you have to ask yourself, it's just this, does your dating relationship, does your dating life communicate the heart of God? Does it resemble God's values? And then you have to do this. You have to ask yourself, how do you know it does? And then you have to ask yourself, do you think Jesus would agree with you? 
What things don't you want to give up? If you aren't dating and you and you don't and you have the opportunity to date someone you like, that's fine. Go ahead. But go through these questions and search the scriptures. For the dating person and the not dating person, this is basically the great summary of it all. If you're dating or if you're not dating, you both have the same response you have to do. You have to look to Christ because Christ is the greater relationship. Christ fulfills the desires that others can't and never will. Only through Christ will any of your relationships thrive because you are standing on the rock that is founded in Jesus Christ. So that's how we can have good dating standards in our life. Please reach out to VergeCast if you have any questions. My name is Foster Toth, and thank you for joining us this week.